Listener Production. It's like a tradie posting a view of their construction site with the caption, Office for the day, from wherever you are right now. It's Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Yes, a very happy Monday to you. You know, whether you went to a gig like me, hit some gang of use, or whether you recovered stolen classified documents from a safe at a golf course, we uh, extend a very warm welcome to this all-day breakfast program. That's a reference to the Trump situation, right? Yeah. What happens? What happened with that? I mean, they, they the FBI sort of stormed Mar-a-Lago, didn't they? To take some documents. Yeah, they got a warrant signed by a judge in that there were some things they thought were missing, and I think it's not so much an act of I didn't do it. Um, I think Trump's main defense was I declassified them before taking them. All right. Um, which I don't necessarily think uh, the law over there agrees with, hence the police coming in and doing those sort of things. But I don't know I get a lot of my American news from Stephen Colbert as well. So, um, <laughs> see what's Hard happening. Hard to figure out the fact from the jokes. Exactly. Very funny stuff. Uh, well, look, we've got a very big Monday morning for you. Excited to be with you here at the start of the week. We've got Clickfish, as always. Producer Bron will be joining us. But it has been a very, very eventful weekend in the world of Matt O'Kine. And I think you're going to jump into that straight off the bat, are we, mate? Well, I'm going to jump out of it. <laughs> if uh, this story has anything to do with it, you'll get what I mean in a second. Let's jump in. It's Matt O'Kine. It's Matt and Alex. <laughs> I mean, it's Matt and Alex. Oh, cool. Do the show by yourself? Excellent. I'll catch you later. Bye-bye. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Do you ever go to a local pool, Alex Dyson? Um, well, I go to a pool at the apartment, Matt, so I usually go to that. And when I say go to that, I usually just stick to the spa. Um, oh, I love an, man, I love a spa. Yeah, it's I mean, great. they're revolting when you think about it. <laughs> so I just try not to think about it, but just sitting in their bubbles. Yeah, I felt something on my arm the other day. It was just a big hair clump. I'm like, oh, oh damn, that's... <laughs> man. Just brushing up against you on the side. Like, oh. And then you sort of start just like try to push the water away and Do it you know just what? keeps coming this... towards you. And you're just like, the more you move, the more the water comes into that body vacuum and keeps coming towards you. So, I mean, I've been, I hit the local pool with uh, Sophia, mm. you know, and because it's winter, I go sort of seek the local sort of indoor heated pool mm-hmm. and it's great. It's really, really great. We've got a good one near us that has like little water slides on it and stuff like that. Cute. But yeah, it is cute, but she never wants to go down the big ones. And I'm mm. like, hey, do you want to go down the big slide? And she's like, no. And she just does like the most boring stuff. Like. <laughs> Trying to swim, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> "Hello, there it, are slides here." Yeah, well, didn't I, I saw a bit of feedback on Instagram somewhere about you at the local pool, didn't I? Oh. <laughs> Bron, you, producer Bron, Dude, you saw this that. Was you don't not, know about that. This was me. not where this segment was supposed to go. No, but I always excuse to bring it up. Did you see this, Bron? Um, yes. Did you get tagged in this Instagram story? I got it passed on. So you weren't tagged, so it was meant to go under the radar. It was completely <laughs> supposed to go under the radar. Like, I I was not supposed to see this at all. Some and Jenna, <laughs> Jenna Owen, who who you might um, know from the, you know, Noidian, uh, Noidian, is it, no, what is it, Noidian Frip? No, what is it? Freudian Slip? Yeah, is that, but Freudian Nip. Oh, right. <laughs> Freddie and Nip um, crew, you might know I'm from the feed, etc. Jenna Owen gets in touch 
and says, Oi, just letting you know, this girl I randomly went to uni with has just posted this on her gram. And have you got it there, Bron? Yeah. So she, it's a selfie and there's text all over it that says, don't feel down about your progress in life. Matt O'Kine swims freestyle in the slow lane without goggles at Victoria Park Pool. <laughs> and he's got a Stan original series. We're all just doing our best. What? What? <laughs> what is that? Well, you go with the no goggle slow lane action, mate. Dude, I bought goggles. <laughs> I bought and, and and okay, and you want to get real? You want to get real? It's the free play lane, okay? It's not the slow lane, and doing laps is very generous, very generous. All right, I'll have you know that I prefer to bop in the pool, okay? Yeah, just some free play, freestyling it like you do with your rhymes. I every morning I like to have a little bit of a flop and a float. <laughs> all right, <laughs> I don't. All right, you know what? We're going to park what we were talk we were going to talk about and I'm going to have a I, I mean this. I have worked 20 years of my life building a career, all right? I have a family, kids to feed. I'm working multiple jobs. And you're just right? catching strays in random Instagrams. If I <laughs> if I if we can't have a flop in the free play lane without the judgment of random insta noobs, then I don't <laughs> want to be successful, all right? Well, that's an interesting topic. Like, which lane do you go for? Do you hit the slow? Do you hit the medium? Right. Do you hit the fast? Because I'm always, like, too nervous to, like, it feels arrogant to go in the fast lane, you know? Well, and then medium, be- for me, even feels arrogant. But then you're in the slow lane, and you're like, well, this is inconvenient to me. <laughs> Because you do feel bad about overlapping people mm. in the slow, don't you? And then you're trying to but, swim around kids in fle- free play with noodles. Well, and me. Look, <laughs> I'll tell you what. This is what I like doing. I like being under the water, okay? <laughs> I like looking up from under the water and seeing a blue sky and I like holding my with breath. With goggles on? No. Do you, I started wearing goggles. Do you just I open bought... your eyes in the chlorine? Yes. Ah. And they go red all day and I don't care. <laughs> They go red and they hurt all the time, but that is not the point. Sometimes they're blurry for the entire day. There's one pool that I go to that has so much chlorine, I literally can't see all day. It's like so blurry all day, and I'm like, this is not good. But I don't want to wear goggles because I bought goggles and then I saw what was in the pool and it freaked me out. I was like, ah, I never want to see this. Oh, just floaties and band-aids at the bottom and hair, and I was like, I I don't need to know. Right. So yeah, I asked Jenna for the for their um their handle. I was like, yeah. who is this person? Mm. All right, expose them <laughs> right, for shaming me. And Jenna just got very ambiguous about it, and then left the conversation. So I was like, oh, oh you know what? It's unfair. Yeah. But all the floppers out there, you let me know. Yeah, because we should make it. That's like free play for all. Why do we have segregated pools? Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Huh. This is the man. This is the man telling you, you can only swim in a line. Mm. Stay in your lane, buddy. That's what that's what they're trying to tell you. It is capitalism, you know, yeah. the 1% up in their fast lanes, right? Always the best lanes in the middle. You've got free play off to the edges. An afterthought, you know. <laughs> I just want to sometimes do a little run when it's shallow. I do a little jog. <laughs> I like doing a little jog. It makes me, I like the water mm. whooshing around my waist. Walking backwards is quite good in the pool. I haven't tried like, it, but I'm going to tomorrow. Give it a go. Ooh. 
in the free play lane. And do you know what? I usually only spend about four or five minutes in there and then I'm out. People mm. doing 100 laps. Good on you. All right? I just want to feel submerged. Do you try and go underwater for as long as you can, like push off the wall and see how far you can get up the pool underwater? Uh, I, I just like holding my breath for as long as I can underneath. I've started getting worried, though, that I'm going to pass out at the bottom <laughs> of the pool. So I've, I hold on to the, to the stairs as I'm, as I'm holding my breath and I look around with my nose blocked. <laughs> Well, and then people are here to try to get into the pool and there's a grown man <laughs> under there going, I've got 40 seconds this time. You're never too old to flop. <laughs> this is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Yeah. Now, Alex Tyson, I tried to discuss what happened to me over the weekend and I just got shut down. All right, because you, you wanted to remind me of the trauma of being publicly shamed. No goggles, slow lane. Free play lane. What, what are, you, are you wearing the Speedos? Are you in the, uh, the saggy board shorts? No, I'm wearing my shorts with the little ice creams on them. Look, I don't want to go into it. I don't want to go into it. This is who I am, all right? Do you get out of the pool and like, have to pull them off your skin? <laughs> I do do the change underneath the towel, and I understand that it's very unattractive, you mm. know? One of the scariest things in the world for me is wet public bathroom floors, okay? Mm. I just, that to me is, it is hell would actually be just a never-ending wet public swimming pool floor. It's the only section of hell, and this is real, the only section of hell that's not on fire, you walk into the <laughs> change rooms and it's just a damp floor, exactly. damp, like loose jocks that someone's left behind in the corner. Yeah, and like little bits of, like it's sort of muddy, but it's not, and you're like, oh. Where like mud come from? Yeah. <laughs> It's the so so yeah so I do get to do the change outside, um, but anyways the point of the story that I actually tried to start before it just got absolutely hijacked. Before someone came in and did a big belly flop on top of your talkback. So fear and I went to the local pool and uh, we're having a great time, you know. And I tell you what, no one loves a flop like you know three year olds. They you know the, the kids were flopping about everywhere, just having a good splash. And I'm I'm all up for it. I did mm. want to go on the big slides more so than Sophia, but she gets too scared apparently, which is oh, so frustrating. But anyway, I understand. So we go to the pool. We have a uh, shower. Sophia very much likes having um, showers at the pool mm-hmm. and um, just has one for a very long time. We you've got one at home though. We do have one at home. Hates it at the pool. <laughs> Oh, could not get enough shower. I'm like, yeah. it's the same sh- I don't yeah. understand what is happening at the pool that she likes it more than our home one. But we do that and then we're putting all our stuff on and suddenly we get we hear the whoop, 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 evacuate. Whoop, 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 evacuate. Oh, no. Yeah, and, and I was like. What's happened? Oh, I don't know. But But there was a lot of swim classes and suddenly – we're all, everyone is just out of the pool. The lifeguard's saying, everyone's got to get out. Everyone's got to get out. And I'm like, is this a fire alarm or? Because I obviously well, couldn't see any fire, smoke. And also, you know, probably one of the best places or the hardest places to catch, catch on fire, the pool. I mean, that's what I thought, but I'm, sh- I'm sure there's plenty of, you know, examples where that's not been the case. Mm. And so we, we all did that. The whole place, the whole centre evacuates outside. Everyone in their swimmers. It's middle of winter, freezing cold. <laughs> yeah. But immediately I thought, well... There's probably a floater. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because there were that many, there were swim classes on, a lot of kids, and I'm like, for anything that's going to get right. 
everyone out of the pool that quickly, it's got to so, be a floater. So you're saying there was a suspicious package located. <laughs> well, uh, you know, a submarine, let's say, just around the pool. So uh, that's what I assumed. But then the fire engine turned up and I was like, whoa, surely not. I mean, they're not going to they're not gonna come to put out, I, would, I wouldn't think. Uh, no. And then another fire engine came. Oh, my God. And so then all the sort of like, what's going on? What's going on? No mm. one could see a fire. There was no smoke. And then we had, uh, we went to a cafe nearby just to chill out and people were talking about it was a um, carbon monoxide leak. Oh, God. And, you know, you can't tell whether that's happening. But, mm. uh, I mean, it was, it, was, uh, it was scary stuff, I'll mm. say. I mean, it was intense stuff. But it made me think, you know, whenever, whenever you had to evacuate... Jackie got in touch, Alex. Someone left the bath running overnight in my hotel, woke up to the flood alarm going off. Uh, Claudia said, I was at a nightclub in the Gold Coast for schoolies when it caught on fire. I thought it was a smoke machine. Whoa. That's amazing. I was on stage at the um, 170 Russell at one point when the air conditioning caught fire to tell everyone to head for the exits. That was wild. Daniel Danielle said, drunk buffoons keep setting off fire alarms at our music venue with their vapes. I didn't uh, know. I, this is silly, but I didn't know vapes could set off a fire alarm for some reason. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, why I thought they were immune. Yeah. All right. How, I wonder how many people are vaping in airplane toilets. Yeah. Honestly, they must be going nuts. Or just blowing it into their jackets or something. The vapes, the vapes are very quickly becoming an indoor thing, aren't they? Like people are just starting to very just... liberal with their vapage. Yeah, exactly. Tracy said my brother farted and the entire pub had to evacuate. This happened twice on two different days. Oh, Tracy, <laughs> I don't know if I could believe that. Tracy, are you just stitching up your brother so that we read this out on the podcast? <laughs> because I don't know whether there was an alarm that went off, like the carbon monoxide alarm or whatever, but I'm sure. Probably everyone did have to go, oh, what, and then get out. Out we go. Well, Karen is in Brisbane at the moment as well. Your apartment had to be evacuated, Karen. Hi, yes. Many, many, many years ago when we were a bit younger and had a lot more disposable income and less children, we lived in a a two-bedroom apartment in the city um, in Brisbane. There was four of us living in there. And one Sunday morning, the uh, fire alarm went off, kind of sitting around having a bit of a look at each other like, should we really evacuate? We can't really be on fire, right? The alarm does not stop when it goes off. It just keeps going and going. So you just lived with it for a while? Yeah, for maybe five or ten minutes. (laughs) Sure. Someone will make the announcement soon. Yeah, exactly. Saying it's just a test or it's just, uh, you know, people bump into them, you know, all that sort of stuff for sure. Yeah, we're on the 39th floor. Come on. So we went out and then, uh, yeah, the lifts weren't working. So we had to walk down 39 stories worth of stairs. <gasps> Whoa. And then stood outside on the footpath for maybe about 20 minutes before they came out and said it was all fine. It was a false alarm, but the alarm had set off. I think that they said the alarm had set off the sprinklers in the lift shaft, <gasps> which was now full of water. Oh. oh. So 39 on the way up as well. <laughs> <laughs> We had to walk back up 39 stories worth of stairs oh. on a Sunday morning. I don't think we left the building for the rest of the day or barely moved. 39 floors. My elevator's not working at the moment. I have to walk up four flights of stairs and that is oh, plenty. <laughs> Thank you very much, Karen, well, for putting that into perspective for me. Thank you so much, Karen. And we're glad that nobody no was worries. hurt except for the old thighs. No, that's right, just burning car. Yeah, well, there was a bit, eventually a little bit of burning in the building, uh, but it was Karen's <laughs> thighs. <laughs> Thanks very much, Karen. All right, thank you. 
Melt Toast. Watching a little bit of Alone recently and a dude got a stick out of the forest, tied a little bit of line to it and started catching a few little trout. And that's exactly what our producer Bron does in the wilderness that is the internet. And I tell you what, she catches some small guppies every single time. Hello, Bron. <laughs> Hello. Where did I see you on the weekend, Bron? You seem to be, I think you're out and about at a fancy lunch or something, dinner? Oh, my be real. Yeah, that's right. Yes. This ain't no boiled spuds that Alex Dyson put up on his B-reel recently. (laughs) Had a 40th. Oh, nice. What else happened on the weekend, Bron? Um, Just caught up with some friends. I discovered that I was really disappointed. Shaggy's version of sexual healing isn't on Spotify. (laughs) (laughs) How upsetting is that? Were you looking to set the mood over the weekend there, Bron? (laughs) I just wanted it to be played. And then when I was out to dinner, I I must speak louder than I think I do because mm. then it started playing on the speaker and then the waiter was like, you're welcome. But it was the old version. It wasn't even Shaggy's version, which oh, is the whole point so I was So you were talking. speaking at the table, uttering out loud how frustrated you were that you couldn't find sexual healing, healing and the waiter took the initiative yes. and put it on for everybody. Oh, yeah. my goodness. So I really think I need to analyse how loud my inside voice is getting. Did you give him a tip? I should have. I said thank you. <laughs> We're not in America. Thank you don't pay the bills, Ron. <laughs> thank you don't keep the lights on. Next All time. right. Uh, what have you been fishing for recently, Ron? So this one's from the Atlantic headline, Are you sure you're not guilty of the millennial pause? The millennial pause. Mm. I think I did see this. P-A-U-S-E. Yes. The millennial pause, it's that is is that timeline where you hold on to your youth a little bit longer than you should when you should be transitioning into an adult faster or better. It's along the same line. It's a literal pause. It's when you're filming yourself on a video, say on TikTok or whatever, and it's that few seconds at the start of the video where millennials apparently seem to have a few seconds delay before they talk. So they hit the red button mm-hmm. on the camera, sit back, take a breath, and then go... Okay, so what I was thinking about recently when it comes to Twitter... Do you know what? Do you know what? This is discrimination. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, these kids these days don't understand what it was like to even, one, learn how to use a video camera in Mm. your bloody 20s, Mm. and two, the amount of time it took for when you hit record for that thing to actually... They never lived through video after video of it... The video starting halfway through your sentence. <laughs> All right? There's a few other things that millennials are now ageing out of the internet and then Gen Z is apparently coming for millennials. So they think everything that's going on is cringy, saying things like doggo, I can't even, and adulting. But you know you know what the young people do? They, they still they just put up the videos like, say they're back doing a dance, right? They'll come up close to the camera and you can sort of see them just pressing the Mm. thing and then like walking back to their spot and then doing the dance. I think it's genuinely part of the aesthetic that they're going for because you could just edit straight back to the dance. (laughs) Yeah. There's nothing stopping you. No. Apparently, we're we're just the new boomers, I think, is what's going on. All right, so what else are we doing wrong? 
um, by taking Instagram too seriously. So by using portrait mode, having forced <laughs> puns in captions and taking photos, uh, you know how you like angling at photos from like above your head to get a good angle in quotes. Right. Whereas I think Gen Z now is like angling photos either down or, or just straight on. What? So chins are good? Chins are in. Multi chins. I don't know chins how they're... In. Yeah, chins must be in because I don't know how you're avoiding that with a low angle. You know what? They're just doing it. They're just doing it out of spite. That's what they like. This all this stuff. We worked hard to make sure our chins weren't in shot. <laughs> we worked hard. We looked like idiots with yep. our hands above our heads, yep. outstretched to make sure our chins weren't in shot. They invented a whole stick that held a phone to avoid <laughs> the chin. Someone invented that thing. Yeah. They, they they got you know metal and made it. Transported around the world so that we wouldn't have chins, and now it's just like, yep, you're supposed to just let your gullet loose on the internet. <laughs> no, thank you. All right, what else have you got there, Bron? This was from the Sun UK headline: Name shame. My friend accused me of giving my sons naughty names. I even chose one for my third baby too. I feel so guilty. You mean naughty as in like kids with that name are naughty kids or naughty as in it's like it can be interpreted as a naughty word? Well, I hoped it was interpreted as a naughty word, but it's just unfortunately a normal name where people associate it with being like the kids are bad. Yeah. All right. Well, Broad, what are the actual naughty names? So apparently Aaron and Lewis. What? So she named... This Aaron, I agree with. Uh, you know, I know some naughty Aaron's, but Lewis, no, I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. I feel like, yeah, I don't. I, either of them sound pretty normal. Nah, Aaron's naughty. Nah, they're not naughty. They, they are. <laughs> they're, they're not naughty. <laughs> we don't have naughty names though. Our Bron's not a naughty. Bron is the most unnaughty name going around. You reckon? Yeah. Uh, Alex, pretty unnaughty. Matthew. You know, wouldn't wouldn't hurt a fly. Oh, an absolute <laughs> angel, Matthew. <laughs> Gift from God. You know, naughty name, Judas. Mm, that's a naughty name. That's a very oh. naughty name. Are there any Judases these days? <laughs> It'd be rough if no, you No, got ruined. Thank you very much by one particular person. <laughs> Boris surely is on the air. <laughs> Boris is not a naughty name, no way. Uh, Boris like, is Boris from James Bond, naughty. Gerald um, is not Boris, more, the prime, former prime minister, naughty. Yeah, interesting. Well, let us know your naughty names and whether they match. There was a time where um, the Trevors of the world were considered naughty um, after the less I know, the better, and the Peep Temple song, Carol. Oh, uh, yeah, you mean the uh, Tame Impala, Trevor? Mm. Yeah, he, yeah, that Trevor in that song got a bad rap, didn't he? And a kid called Trevor punched me in the guts in the bike sheds in primary school as well. So <laughs> Did he really? Very naughty. Aww. Did he really? Yeah. Why? What did you do? <laughs> he, he just didn't like me. <laughs> and he, so he just punched you in the guts? Punched me in the guts. <laughs> Was he older or the same age? I think literally born the same day, so what's, the same. <laughs> I think we shared a birthday. What's Trevor up to? Are you on Facebook or anything? I don't know what Trevor's up to. Probably some well, if mischief. you're out there, Trevor, let us know what you're up to, all right? Not that, mm. you know, I don't know if we should have you on the show. You've been quite naughty, but anyways... I'd like to hear if you are a naughty person with a naughty name. (laughs) (laughs) And it brings us to the end of a very naughty show here. Thank you very much, Producer Bron, for some click fish. Thank you. And a big thank you to you. Yes, that's right, you listening. We really appreciate you hanging out with us. No matter whether it's the day that this podcast drops 
or um, you're an archaeologist discovering it for the very first time. The fossil of this show, the, the first MP3 file of it. Uh, the last one that exists. They're like names. The naughtiest name is B-16483. <laughs> All right. Well, you can always get in touch with us on Instagram at matt.n.alex. Other than that, we will catch you same time, same place tomorrow. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.n.alex.